This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, historians, and others barely acknowledged by the mainstream media. I'll be your host, Taj. Today I'm talking with professor, historian, and author, Dr. David Imhotep, about his pivotal book entitled The First Americans Were Africans, Revisited. Robert Bouval and Thomas Brophy, authors of Black Genesis, said, quote, David Imhotep's thesis is an exciting study and a must-read for anyone interested in the origins of the first Americans. It is our deep conviction that black Africa is at the very root of human of the human adventure and is the seed of all civilization. And Dr. Imhotep's work is a huge contribution in restoring to the black African people their rightful place in history, end quote. In The First Americans Were Africans, Dr. David Imhotep goes into detail how Africans not only came before Columbus and Clovis, but were in Americas far before any other group at least 60,000 years ago. In his book, he goes through evidence exposed by credible scholars, professors, and researchers. Dr. David Imhotep, welcome to Books, Beats, and Beyond. Thank you. So, you, yeah. you know, right away, uh, I'm sorry, but right away before I pass this up, um, my, my book, when I wrote it back in 2011, the first edition, I had um, the numbers gave us um, that the first Americans were here 51,000 um, years ago, uh, um, and then um, later, a hundred thousand years ago, found that out, mm. and uh, and then um, last month they've come out with now the hundred and um, the fifty-seven thousand years was um, fifty-one thousand years was uh, they found people in South Carolina, the uh, hundred thousand years they found people in South America, and then this um, last um, bit it just came out approximately two three weeks ago is they found um, remnants of uh, uh, African people who were cutting over open mastodon bones. Those are, those are uh, American elephants. Wow. Um, way, way back, yeah, uh, they were cutting open their bones with knives so they can tell was it was a slice by two to get to the bone marrow to eat. And that was 130,000 years ago. So the more they dig, the more they find out, the more they find out how how long that Africans have been in the Americas? Wow. So, so j- that a- yes, that that's that's incredible. So, just does, to that, kind of- does that start to show off, right? Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. So, just to, just to lay it out for us, like, what is the quote academically approved theory of how the Americas were populated by humans? What what are we taught right now? Just to lay that on the oh, table. Oh, the academically approved theory is that the um, um, the Asians uh, came over. Um, uh, eight to, to nine thousand years ago, and went down into Clovis, which is in New Mexico, and uh, started uh, a, a, um, a new um, uh, encampment or or city or or, or a, a place uh, that people gathered there. So that's what we're taught. Mm, okay. that the Asians came over. The Asians came over. Yeah, and if we were to put a timeline on that, what would that be? What Who would say? it be? Or, or, no, what would it oh, be? Ba- based on that uh, academic proof theory, what is the timeline that that happened? Oh, about nine, I think it's 9,400 9, years ago. Oh, okay, okay. It's <laughs> Clovis. Wow. So, so from your findings and other scientists' findings, what 
are the evidence what is the evidence revealing about how the Americas were populated by humans? How is that changing? How is it changing now? Yes. Oh, it's it's totally changed. Well, Native Americans, you know, now first of all, I have to say that on my mother's side, I have um, a Navajo, and on my father's side, I have Arapaho. Mm. So I have Native American all over my blood. So mm. um, I'm allowed to speak the way I am about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I go to... Um, um, t- uh, what do you call it, um, powwows yeah. um, for, for Native Americans in West Virginia and North Carolina and different places like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I ask them, I go around asking the people, um, uh, well, I said, well, how long, how did, how did we, how did we get here? How, how long have we been here right. in the Americas? You know, the, the, uh, the, the Native Americans, they said, oh, we've always been here. Mm. And, uh, unfortunately, uh, there is no evidence to back that up. That's a old uh, wives' tale. Yeah. And um, as uh, Hitler used to say, uh, a lie uh, told told long enough and often enough becomes a truth. That's true. So I wouldn't call it a lie. I would just be calling it a, a story that that just got out of control. Out because of control. I, I've written a thing which shows there's just 17 pieces of evidence that uh, that that the Americans that the Africans were here first and that the um, Native Americans haven't always been here. What happened was um, that the um, the Africans came over, you know, 100 or 130,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, cultures change. Every generation of culture changes a little bit. Yeah. So if you have 100 to 130,000 years of, of cultures, of generations, right. um, you have a people who slowly change. They came over as Africans. But they slowly change into another culture, mm-hmm. uh, like Maat. If you look at the um, goddess Maat right. in Egypt, mm-hmm. uh, she wears feathers in her hair. Mm-hmm. And other Africans, even today, uh, in, in ceremonies and dances, different things, they not only wear feathers, but every now and then you'll see a whole African war bonnet. Right. It is a, it's a different than a uh, Native American war bonnet, but it's still a lot of feathers that they put. So mm-hmm. they, I could name several different things that that show you that uh, that. Um, the Native American so, culture came straight from Africa. So how did they get here from Africa? In the beginning, they, they uh, did not come across the Bering Straits because uh, the 115,000 years ago is when the last ice age started. Mm-hmm. And by a few uh, hundred years later, there was a glacier in between um, um, Asia and, and uh, Alaska. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Asia and America because it, it extended from Asia all the way across uh, North, uh, uh, Canada mm-hmm. and uh, half of uh, the United States uh, to the 51st parallel. So um, they they couldn't have come across the Barrier Straits. You know, you go a mile to a mile, a mile and a half of a glacier. Uh, I mean, I mean a mile, mile and a half deep mm-hmm. and uh, about 2,000 miles wide. How, how do you come across a, a glacier that um, – Number one, you'd have to climb. Number two, you'd have to travel 2,000 miles. Number three, there's nothing there but snow. How do you eat? There's no, there's no plants to eat. There's yeah. no um, uh, vegetarian animals to eat the plants. There's no carnivorous animals to eat the animals. Mm-hmm. And then there's no people to mm-hmm. do that. So um, they, you couldn't have come by that way. The, what the way they came was they came by boat mm-hmm. over the um, ocean uh, from Africa to here. Now, how, what kind of boats were yeah. they? They, pre, they precede wooden boats. These mm. boats are papyrus boats made out of papyrus reeds that look like bamboo. Mm-hmm. So that's the way they came over. And um, um, there, there have been people, Thor Heyerdahl is, is very well known and famous 
yeah. for going to um, the uh, Africans. And uh, well, actually, he he got a picture of a papyrus boat off of a temple in Egypt, and he took it to the brothers up there in uh, northern Africa about Lake Tikaka, who are still today building papyrus boats, mm. and had them copy that boat. And then he put in um, and uh, he, he sailed across the Atlantic in that boat, showing that people could easily come across. So that's that's how they came across the, and, and the that, ocean uh, for for tens of thousands of years. And and if I got that correctly, there's a uh, a seasonal current in the oceans from Africa, I think, to South America. So that's right. Okay. Okay. That's right. You know, someone came on um, um, YouTube or somewhere and, and said, "Yo, David, hope that's ridiculous." Um, he said that you could put up a a, a, a bottle in, in the in the water and. Um, in America, and it'll float over to Europe, and mm-hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, uh, not only could a bottle do it, but a a, um, a Nigerian doctor wanted to prove that theory. So he had a sub- big supply boat um, put um, put supplies in it for him to come across uh, the Americas. But what he did was he got a dugout canoe, mm-hmm. and the the dugout canoe um, was put pushed into the water into that uh, channel, and uh, the supply boat would. Would 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 um, come uh, close to this fellow. Would give him water. They would drop him water into his boat. They wouldn't touch him, but they would just drop water into the boat. The little you know bottles of water, um, food and whatever he needed like that. But he did not have a paddle. He did not have a motor. He did not even have a sail or a rudder. Hmm. And he, that that um, that current comes all the way across from from Ghana to to uh, uh, the Mediterranean and then up the coast. Uh, of, uh, of Florida to uh, probably about uh, Maryland, and then it comes over across to England, and then it comes down the coast of, of um, England to uh, France and and um, uh, Spain, and then and in Africa, and then it turns, uh, it goes down Africa to approximately Ghana, and then it turns around again. It's a, it's a clockwise motion mm. of, of ocean, and the winds and the waves and the water go in that direct, those uh, circular directions, isn't that? Yeah, that's, phenomenal. So, yeah. so that that guy who came on was just a a, a, a unemployed person. Wow. So, okay. So now we can see how they Africans can come to the Americas. What is it in the Americas that shows that there were Africans here? What is it? Oh no. What goodness. what what evidence is there to show that Africans were here such long ago? Right. The evidence are are um, mounds, African mounds, and mm. um, also uh, the mounds. Uh, are found were found. Um, there's still mounds you can find um, all along the Niger River. Mm. Um, you can find no, the mounds in uh, Central and, and, and um, Northern Africa, and some a few of them in, in, in Southern Africa. And you can look, you can trace the the, um, the um, way the the, the ancient uh, Africans uh, um, explored, not explored, but expanded into Europe because there's mounds there, the mounds uh, um, and um, Things in um, northern Europe and then over in Canada and, and all over the United States was mounds. And later on, they started building pyramids. Mm. And the pyramids on the mounds were built by the first adventurers who came during the first epic, epic of Zeptepi, mm-hmm. which is the, the time period before the, um, the Great Flood. And these are the, the small um, Twai and Anu who populated the planet and putting and they stopped in different places and, and left people. So uh, slowly but surely, um, 
You have uh, African people in every continent building eventually, uh, uh, years and years and years later, building pyramids. And you will find pyramids in every continent today, including South uh, um, Antarctica. And you can Google that if you don't believe me. Google pyramids in Antarctica. And you can see um, that by global warming, it has melted these mountains. They thought were mountains in, in Antarctica. There were, there were mountains of ice. And you'll see that it, mel- it has melted halfway down, and you can see actually these some of the mountains um, are are actually pyramids. Wow, <laughs> really? That's that's amazing. So, so talk a little bit more about these mounds. Like, describe them. What was the significance and purpose of these mounds? Well, the reason they built mounds, there, there's five different types of mounds. There's, okay. there's animal effigy mounds that that are shaped like animals. Uh, there's mounds that uh, people put beside uh, rivers so that uh, during the rainy season, when the uh, rivers overflowed, uh, they would have a place to to uh, to be, save their babies and people couldn't swim, et cetera, et cetera. It would be on top of the big mounds and they could live there mm. and um, fish, you know, when they needed to get uh, food and whatnot during the rainy season. Then when the water went back down, then they would be able to come back out. So those kind of mounds, then you have... Um, mounds uh, that, that they put temples on top of, and um, then you have uh, the, the, my favorite type of mounds, and those are mounds that people live in. Mm-hmm. Now, the mounds that people live in are are not like what people think. You think you you go up on top of a of a, of a mountain or a hill and you dig it out. That's not how they did them. Mm-hmm. They built a they went to flat ground. They would build a skeleton, uh, which were gigantic uh, boulders. Um, you know how you uh, build a, a house of cards? Yeah. You, you, you have uh, two cards that are vertical, and then you put a card on top of it. Right. And, and, okay? So what they did was they had two vertical, gigantic vertical slabs that were a couple tons uh, each, and then they would have a slab to go across it. Across it. Mm-hmm. And they would, dump, they would um, build a, a skeleton uh, um, um, area for, you know, like a couple bedrooms or something like that. Uh, out of those, out of that type of material, and then they would pile dirt on top of that. Mm. And of course, uh, what it does is uh, it, it's filled with dirt. However, where where they built the skeleton, there's no dirt, so you have you can walk inside or really crawl inside, and you have a a shelter that is cool in the in the summer, mm-hmm. but it's warm in the winter. Isn't that yeah. amazing? Yeah. And yeah. it's it's shaped it's shaped like an igloo. Mm. And that's what ig- igloos uh, were the same with the same exact shape and that's that's what they did when they went in, up into the uh the Arctic or the Antarctic. Uh they, they built igloos in the same exact way that they built the mounds. So we have we have dirt mounds and we have ice mounds. I see. I see. so okay, so that right there shows that there is a connection from Africa to the Americas based on the mounds. Is there any deeper evidence that you can't be really refute it in regards to that the Native Americans today really don't have any con- connection to who the Africans that first populated? Is there? Uh, well, you know, yeah. when people when the when the um, when the pilgrims and the first uh, Spanish and different people uh, came, they. They asked uh, the Indians about the mounds, and the, uh, these Redskins said, "Well, we don't know who built them, mm. because the Africans had built them tens of thousands of years before they they showed up." Mm. And they listen to how they just show up. Okay, you have Africans there in the Americas, mm-hmm. all right, for a hundred thousand, a hundred and thirty thousand years, and then once the ice melts, 
the ice uh, age is over and it melts in between um, in between uh, Asia and and um, Alaska, then they, they start to come over about 2600 BC, and oh. that is by the red by the red Indians. Their book, their holy book, is called the Wallum Olam, and Wallum Olam that is Wallum W A L U M O L U M. You can look it up, mm-hmm. and the white folks call and change the name of it to the Red Record. Mm. And what the Native Americans, uh, the Asian um, Native Americans, they they say in their own language, in their, which is the the Bible, their Bible is you know was the Wallum Olam. The Red Indian Bible say that they came over 2600 BC. Mm. Now, when they come over 2600 BC, the the um, Africans have already been there 90, uh, 97.4 uh, thousand years. But those two uh, groups, the Asians and the, and the and the Africans, share their blood, and it is their children mm. who become the Native Americans. Wow! I bet you never is, never heard that story. Is there DNA evidence that kind of shows oh, it? Is there? Mm. Absolutely, M- MT one seventy four mm. uh, chromosomes uh, in DNA will show that um, Africans and and Native Amer- black black Indians have the same uh, chromosome, but it's absent in Asia. Mm. Uh, that chromosome, but there's other chromosomes uh, slowly. Like, well, you know, um, I don't know if you know, but uh, the um and some other uh, folks uh, yes. who are brilliant have found that. Um, the, the Chinese were were, were, were blacks that, that uh slowly changed into into Chinese people and yes. there was a Mongolian uh factor in there, a Mongoloid factor. Mm-hmm. You, you ever seen a Mongoloid baby? Yeah, I think so, yes. Yeah. Well the, the Mongoloid babies uh look look Chinese. They mm-hmm. they have uh small heads, they're they're flat, they have flat faces. Okay. I mean uh, their their heads are, are are, are not they're not diaphragmatic long heads are round and they're flat in the back and mm-hmm. the faces are flat mm-hmm. they have short arms and legs and they have get this they have the slanted eyes mm-hmm. so that factor along with uh, other normal um, groups got together and had sex and and uh, this is what we're told that the, that's what the, the Asian race or at least some of the Asian race came out looking like that so mm-hmm. they were um they were blacks who had that deficiency and then also they shared their blood, I guess, with uh, the whites, and um, they make the Asians. That's what we're taught. Um, Dr. Finch does a great job, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Charles Finch, yeah. on, on that in his one of his books. We're going to stop right here and take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Why did they create the African-American? The Native Americans did look somewhat Asian, but they did look somewhat black. The black American was once a productive and innovative. Continuously. I think black people were already here. When I was in Nigeria, I did not know of the African-American story until I got to America. this slave agenda. Continuously. The African-American is indigenous to the... This slave agenda. To the Americas. This includes North America. You are a Negro. South America. And its surrounding islands. When I threatened to beat you, what would you say? You are a... a mixture of some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like We hate because we're taught to hate. Now is the time for us to disidentify as African Americans. We're the product of ignorant people who have been taught an ignorant thing. Which doesn't even we exist. we have separated people into racists so that some of it's us... It's not a legal word. thought it would work, I guess. No. An artificial construct... It hasn't worked. It has been bad for everyone. Slowly self-destructing into extinction. What is your nationality? I mean, that would explain why <laughs> it's so hard to trace our ancestry back to Africa. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, wow. In your book, you bring up a qu- good question that I always kind of ask people. I mean, 
it's a simple question that truly gets people to think. You, you asked, um, if today's Native Americans migrated to the Americas from Asia, as we are taught in school, and were unmixed since their arrival, would they not look like their Asian relatives today? I mean, <laughs> would they, I mean that makes sense. Would it, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that, based on the Wallam Olam and other evidence, that they came into the Americas, right? If they, if right. so, things can't change that fast. Wouldn't they still look like Asians? But they don't. So right, they should. They should look exactly like the people came over. Just like here's a good example. Just like the Japanese. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay? They right. came from China, and they look very much not exactly, but they look really like ninety five percent or ninety four percent. They look Chinese. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But they did not change because they didn't mix with someone. But when the Asians come over with their Chinese look, they they mix their blood with Africans, mm-hmm. and they no longer they no longer have that 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 short that short stature. They grow a little bit. Um, their heads are not the round uh, brachycephalic heads. They're, they're the diacephalic heads, like black folks, the longer heads. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, their eyes are not as they're not really slanted. They're they're smaller, but they're not really slanted like the um, like the Asian eyes. And by the way, the Asian eyes weren't weren't uh, the Asians were not the first people with Asian eyes, the slanted right. eyes. Right. You can see you can see in South Africa the the, the in the Kalahari Desert where the where the Twa, the Anu still live, and the Ko- the Fan, and the Khoisan. Yeah. Um, those people have are Africans, 100% Africans. Almost like Nelson Mandela. Eyes. That Nelson Mandela look, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Very good point that you made just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know that that's that's a, another thing you maybe you can touch on a little bit just to help others. You talk about. I, I, I guess it was several names for the same person: Scarlings, Anu, Twa, um, all the same people. All all the same people, correct? And they're short, and they're all short. Mm, mm, wow! Like like the so-called pygmies, which is not a nice name, but you know, yeah. people don't recognize when you say short people or or you say uh, um, diocese, uh, not diocese, but uh, diminutive people. They mm. don't know what that you know they don't they don't classify that, but as Wait a minute. What does that mean? Well, that means pygmies, and that's a not nice word, but that's what everyone knows of them. So right. They were they were pygmies. It was the first human. The the first Homo sapiens were pygmies. They were small. Right. It's just like it's just like in nature. The first you know uh, the first gigantic uh, animals, you know, like Godzilla type animal, what do you call the the, uh, the T Rex. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were two or three stories high, mm-hmm. but they didn't start that big in the beginning. They mm-hmm. started out as little tiny lizards, mm-hmm. and slowly but surely, they grew. They grew larger and larger and larger. You right. know, century by century. Right. And it's the same thing with people. We started out as small, uh, three and a half, uh, four and a half foot people, like they still are in not just in uh, southern Africa, but their their cousins that they left in in the jungles of South America, right. in uh, in southern India, and also in southern Asia, down in Vietnam. You see the Vietnamese and different people like that. They have the mountain yards uh, in, in Vietnamese that, that, are, that are short Chinese, and they have curly hair, real, real, real curly hair. It's not straight. Mm-hmm. And those are those are the guys found in the mountains in Vietnam today. Wow. Also, the Mayhuni, who were, who were the first Hawaiians, mm. were short three and a half to four and a half feet tall. Mm. So all over the planet you see the remnants of the Anu and Twa. 
because they were the first Homo sapiens. Wow. Who created the first who created the first um, worldwide civilization, which um, which which uh, uh, lasted uh, twenty to thirty thousand years before the flood ah. destroyed everything. Wow. So so now let's talk about that. There is a you talk about in your book um, that you know after the flood, a lot of islands and coastlines are now submerged underwater. Can you talk about you know what was found underwater of the off the coast of the Bahamas? Yes, I can, and I can't use the A word in my writing. I can do it verbally, but uh, I can't write about Atlantis because anyone uh-huh. who talks about Atlantis, the you know, academia totally just immediately wipes you off as a kook, yeah, as a crazy person, mm-hmm. because they don't want to admit that the first great civilizations were black, and Atlantis, mm-hmm. Atlantis was one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay? The the islands of of the Bahamas today are the are the mountaintops of Atlantis. Mm-hmm. And they say, well, Atlantis sunk, and, you know, this, that, and happened on a, in a day and a half or something. Mm-hmm. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. A whole continent cannot sink in a day and a half. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, it did not sink, mm-hmm. okay? It was flooded Flood. by the, the melting of the gigantic two-mile-high glaciers around the United States and in, in the um, North Pole, in the South Pole, mm. you know? And what, what caused them to, to, to melt was a gigantic meteor shower, and some of the meteors, or at least one of them, was was um, the crater is can be seen today at the bottom of Lake Michigan, and it's a mile, it's a mile to three miles wide. Mm. A crater, just wow. one piece. We're not talking about the whole shower that went from from Canada uh, across the ocean into uh, northern um, uh, Europe. Wow! So that melted the ice and started the the uh, the ice to to uh, heat the, the planet and uh, cause the possibly possibly cause the planet to to tilt on its axis like it is now mm. because all the other planets in our in our galaxy well, that we've seen are on a north south base basis except for Uranus mm-hmm. right. so so it, it it affected Uranus and and the Earth you know kind of off kilter mm-hmm. and, and um, Uranus actually is is east and west now. Uh, instead of north and south uh, rotating, right. our, we're off. I think 24 to 26 uh, degrees mm-hmm. off, mm-hmm. but that was caused by that phenomenally big um, shower that almost destroyed the planet and all life on it. Wow! And Again, the mm-hmm. 300. There, what is it? Three. Um, there are 40 different uh, um, ancient stories from from um, ancient uh, peoples around the Earth that that white folks have gone and collected, and they all have the story of of the time that the, the sky fell. The time that the sky fell, yeah. And also the floods, too. Floods seems like it's in a lot of a lot of stories, too. A yeah, lot absolutely. Of... The flood story is, yeah, the flood story is connected to the sky falling. Mm-hmm. That's what caused the flood. Mm-hmm. So so what is underwater uh, over there? What, 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 what have they found? Well, what, what they find is um, what, one of the best um, things that uh, examples are three and a half miles off the southwestern coast of Canada. Mm. There is a entire city, an entire city, okay, and it has it has uh, structures that are still present. It has buildings. It has um, buildings you know, that, that are still uh, in, in good shape. We have roads.
protecting some of the roads. There are bridges that are still intact. Uh, my most favorite part is they have temples with pillars like the Egyptians, mm. and the most telltale is they have pyramids, step pyramids that came before the smooth pyramids. Mm. So we're talking about this sea was there before the flood. Wow, yeah. And it flo- and it flooded, but it sank. Not only did it not only did it flood, it sank too because it's way below the waves. It's not like in the Bahamas, wow. you know, where you can see. Where you can see structures and different things like that, and of course the Bimini Road, you know, right. which is a talk uh, about that right there. Oh, okay. The Bimini Road is is right off Bimini, the island of Bimini in the Bahamas. Okay. Um, it's uh, a mile out from the coast, the new coast of Bimini. The old coast uh, included um, the the Bimini Road, which was a uh, a artificial harbor made by a pier and a breakwater. Mm. And what a breakwater is, um, if you have a, um, a, a a city that's on the ocean and you have a, the big waves coming in and you have a pier out on, on that ocean, during the times where the storms or, or even just regular waves come and you try to tie up a boat on a pier and, and unload it, you can't really unload it well because the ebb and flow of the see. waves will make the, the boat go up and down, up and down. Mm-hmm. So what they did was they went out 100 yards, and they put gigantic megalithic blocks for mm-hmm. for um, two, two or 300 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they made a breakwater that was as long as the pier. So the Braves would hit the breakwater, and uh, they would not go past that because they it, it broke the waves up. And then in between the breakwater and the pier, was a nice smooth um, uh, um, water um, that was an artificial harbor that they made, and they could come in there and and tie up their boats uh, on the pier or even anchor there, and the boats would not go up and down uh, when they were trying to uh, uh, unload them. So this can be even seen today, and I'm going to be, in in six months to a year from now, I will have... um, I'll be taking people on tours in the Bahamas. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Off that pier in a, in a glass-bottom boat so oh, wow. they can go out and just look through the boat and they can see the big blocks um, that are uh, still there that that, that um, made up the pier and also the breakwater. You'll be able to see it with your own eye. Wow, that would be an awesome tour. And you know what? As you were talking about that, I, I was thinking, okay, a little boat, if you're trying to dock it, we've all been in little boats a little ripples won't hurt. You're just unloading some little stuff. But to build something like that, like docks today, these are some big ships, right? These are huge ships. It had to be. I mean, you know why? Because if you if you um, just have a canoe, all right, all, you don't need anything like that. Mm-hmm. You can just pull your canoe up on the shore and empty out your item. Right. Okay? So they must have had to build that because they had big megalithic ships. Mm. Gigantic ships, mm. and of course, those ships are seen. Uh, there, there is a uh, video that you can get to see the the large ships of the Chinese, the large ships of the the Greeks and Romans, but also the large ships that the that the uh, Egyptians had. And mm. there's a picture of one that is carved on uh, the, the front of uh, the tomb of a queen pharaoh Hatshepsut. Yes. And it shows some small little boats. Yes. And then it shows a gigantic ship that has two, not one, but two obelisks yes. tied on top of it, and each one of them weighs 750 tons. Wow. And you know, you, you're correct, because I've been to Egypt, and I saw that. I remember seeing and that 
on on the carvings, <laughs> and now it's just making that connection. Like you. those are huge ships, you know. So yeah, so I rest my case. <laughs> I got a witness here, folks. <laughs> so what is so it? They were, they were doing what they were doing was the reason they built that was because they were they were conducting international trade between Africa mm-hmm. and and the Africans over in America. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wonderful? That is wonderful, and, and you know, so yeah. Go ahead. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. No, please. And they found piers uh, like that up and down um, the coast of uh, South America and Central America as well mm. that are underneath the water. Mm. Wow, that is incredible. That is, and we're talking about the last the, the 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 flood happened how long ago? So you can almost date um, nine nine to eleven thousand years ago. Wow, and that's just the flood. So I'm just trying to imagine how long that those. those those docks and those those cities were there prior to, to very good point you know i've never heard of a you're a very good interviewer <laughs> no, no other interviewer has ever asked that question mm. and guess what i couldn't tell you the answer yeah yeah but it, obviously it was there a while because you know the the, the um they were worn you know where you can see people mm-hmm. and then using them the, mm-hmm. the rocks and stuff mm-hmm. we'll be right back look at the glow of my melanin Look at the glow of my melanin. It's sweeter than melanin. Cinnamon. Who got a melanin in cinnamon? Who got a. Hey, look at the glow of her melanin. Yeah, look at the glow of his melanin. Yeah, look at the glow of her melanin. It's sweeter than melanin. Cinnamon. Who got a melanin in cinnamon? Who got a. Hey. I said. Shout out to all of my niggas, but when I say niggas, that's N-E-G-U-S. They tryna trap our kings like a motherfucking game of chess. Nevertheless, white supremacists ain't shit. Motherfucker, we are ancient. Y'all, just look at the glow of my skin. Do you see the beauty within? Or do you need a bird's eye view? Open up your third eye too. Listen to the birds I spew. Hey, shea butter, keep the skin tight. Whether you're dark or your skin light, I'm blowing even in the dim light. Yeah, shout out to all of my Nubians. We got the keys, no custodian. Two, unlock the holy one. That be the knowledge itself. Know your worth, know your wealth. That be the knowledge itself. Know your worth, know your wealth. Know your worth, know your worth. Look at the glow on my melanin. Look at the glow on my melanin. Yeah, look at the glow on my melanin. It's sweeter than melanin. Cinnamon. Who got a melanin? Cinnamon. Who got a? Hey, look at the glow of her melanin. Yeah, look at the glow of his melanin. Yeah, look at the glow of her melanin. It's sweeter than melanin. Cinnamon. Who got a melanin? Cinnamon. So let's talk about um. And 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 you do a good job of this in the book. And I've I've been on tours, and I know many many other people listening have been in tours in Mexico. And you go to the Aztecs and the Mayan temples. And I asked a question. I was like, "So you guys don't talk anything about the Omex? Who are the Omex?" <laughs> and they just smile at me and kind of just ignore what I just said. Can you describe talk to talk to us about the Omex and what's the significance of the Omex? Let me tell you something, my brother. My <laughs> wife and I, six months ago, went to Mexico, and uh, we went to uh, the Yucatan Peninsula that has the most uh, pyramids and things. And we went on three different tours. And not only do they not mention the Olmecs, 
but they don't even mention the Aztecs anymore. Mm, really? Wow. Can you believe that? Yeah. They give all of the credit to to uh, the, to building the pyramids and the temples to the Mayans now. Hmm. And I had a serious problem with that. Okay. Yeah. So what I did was I um, there's a temple in in Guatemala. Okay, and it's on the, it's on the top of it's not a temple, it's a building on top of a, a step pyramid in Guatemala, mm. and th- you will not believe this. You can Google this, um, uh, and um, uh, it's called the Bonapec Bonampec B O N A M P A K murals M U R A L S. Okay, those are they're paintings mm-hmm. in these in this in this uh, uh, structure up there. There's three different rooms, and in each room. There's not one window, and there's no furniture. Mm-hmm. So what's the pl- what's the reason they have them? It's what they have on each wall and even the ceiling on inch every inch of the walls and the ceilings are paintings of the first Mayans. Mm. Okay? okay. And guess of course you'll know what color they are. What yeah. color you think they are? <laughs> they pro- they probably the black. Black. Yeah. The black. Yeah. Now that that's not enough. Now some people will come out well say. You know, they could have. They could, I think they uh, changed with age. They're so many thousands of years old. They probably, <laughs> you know, were were lighter. You know, but, yeah. that, but guess what? They have locks in their oh, hair. Wow, long locks. I don't say dreadlocks because right. that, that's a nice term. But they were locks, and there are. There, I think there's 30 pictures they have in those three temples. Mm. I mean, three uh, rooms. And uh, I got permission to use any of those. Um, um, pictures, which I did on my front cover, oh, yeah. but there was one picture out of all of those they won't let you use. Why? They won't give you permission, and that is the one that um, I I got I got around there not doing that. Which, which if you have a picture that's owned by someone, right? Yeah, and you copy the picture, it's legal. Mm. So I had someone copy the exact picture that they would not let me use on my cover, and. Uh, I put it on the back cover, uh, so yeah. it shows it shows black Mayans doing what they did, and in different times and periods of hunting or warring or praying or eating or whatever, and they have long locks. Wow, oh, yeah. yeah. So exactly. those are the only people in the world who are dark skinned with long African locks. Mm-mm-mm. I rest my case. The yeah. first Mayans were black too, baby. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and people in this. Some people may not know this, but I, I think uh, they're, they're finding these big megalithic heads, right? Oh yeah, the the stone, the, uh, the heads, um, the Olmec heads in uh, Central America. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you and know what they said? Mm-hmm. They 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 um they have the big lips, of course, of Africans, and the, and the big wide noses. You know what those suckers said? Mm. They said, "Oh well, we they." We found we found them face down in the in on the on the uh, earth and <laughs> rock uh, because really? <laughs> they because they fell over and mashed their nose and lips. Really? Yeah, yeah. A thirty-five what kind of... ton, a thirty-five ton megalithic uh, rock mashed. was was <laughs> the lips and the nose were pushed. Uh, I mean that is. I would like to see mash foul. rock. I would like to see rock mash. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that. foul. <laughs> I, I just call it foul. F F foul. Okay, F O U L, please. <laughs> yeah. Going back to um, the Bahamas, I think. Didn't they just find an Egyptian sphinx there? 
Yes, they did. Wow. They found one right off of Nassau, around uh, a half mile off of Nassau in the water. And it's a, it's a Sphinx that is as big as a, a Ford pickup truck. Mm-mm-mm. All right? Mm-hmm. And um, you, you'll say, well, see, a Sphinx is a religious symbol. Mm-hmm. And the um, the Christians didn't build it because it's not it's not Christian. Okay? The, the Islamic people didn't build it because it's not Islamic. Right? Right. And... Uh, no one else built uh, things like the Persians and, uh, you know, who invaded, the Greeks invaded. They they had their own religion. That is a, that is only an Egyptian relic uh, of a, a half lion and half man in their, in their uh, uh, stories of, of the ancient Egyptians. Mm-hmm. They're the only people who made sphinxes. Right. So wow. <laughs> who do you think? Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's like a... Um, a stone uh, a, a book or stone history of who was there, who, mm. was, who was in those waters wow. at those times. So okay? if I'm hearing you correctly, based on knowing that there's mounds all over the world, knowing that a lot of the coastlines, the ancient coastlines are buried underwater and there's a lot of cities and towns and docks, is before the, the, the flood, there must have been an ancient like worldwide global civilization right that is like completely ignored today by scholars that's what it sounds like we're getting at right right well well you know why they're ignored because they can't they can't accept the fact that there was a time where there were no white folks on the planet Mm -hmm. there were only black folks Mm -hmm. and that's during the epic of zep tepe which was like i said nine to nine to eleven thousand years ago with, with the with the flood happened and mm-hmm. there were no white folks in you know um what is it the uh the scholar um Bacavelli Schwarza okay. is one of the most revered uh, uh um a- anthropologists in the world mm-hmm. and um he's an italian fellow and and he wrote a book that's 2200 pages long wow. and on page 145 it unequivocally tells you a story and it says that until um, 3000 BC, there was no white skin on this planet, mm. and that's white scientists saying well, that. Yeah. 3000 BC, before then, there were nothing but black folks on this planet for a million or a couple million years, wow. and now they put in, they've taken the um, Homo sapiens uh, uh, bones uh, been found too. Uh, they they pushed that date back to 300,000 years ago. So mm. modern man with modern skeletons and a modern brain were here. 300,000 years ago. Wow. So you know there are other civilizations underneath the, right. the ocean, but also underneath the earth that people are now, you know, digging up. And we just find that thing where I told you about 130,000-year date for, for Africans in uh, South uh, um, California. Wow. I think that's phenomenal. That If you think about it, right now science is allowing this talking about that humanity started in Africa, Right. Now, if you really sit down and think about that, if it started there and they're showing these arrows of all the migrations, when did that happen, right? you got to think of that. And then they weren't just walking. What do you think else they were doing, <laughs> you know? So now finding all this evidence, they, they, were, they were building civilizations, you know? You can't just say we walked out of Africa and nothing happened. What was going on? And this is showing the evidence of what was going on. And the reason that, uh, you know, Zeptepi, uh, the flood, 
that that flooded Zeptepe was so disastrous to the whole world Mm -hmm. is because for travel, they didn't have airplanes and trains back then or buses, Mm -hmm. okay? All they had was either a horse uh, by land Mm -hmm. or the ship by sea. Right. And all, I mean, which means that they have shipped by sea is when they, when the only way that you can travel to other nations. So that uh, all the ports, all the ports and everything are aware. They're at the end of the land, okay? Right. On the lowest part of your country, which is the beaches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And all the beaches and all of the, the uh, oceanfront property all over the world were, were sunken by 200 to 300 feet of water. Wow, yeah. 200 to 300 feet of water. So all your listeners, I hope your listeners are listening to, to this program and, and hearing exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. All of the beaches, all of the port cities were, and were, were gone and, and, and a good ways inland. It was 200 to 300 feet of water. Right. And it happened, that happened very quickly. And, and it destroyed, mo, mo, you know what, what is it, 80% of you think of the civilizations were on the, the, um, the coastlines all over the planet? Yeah, near That's water. why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why it would. It almost, and also the people who were inland who got hit by the the um, the um, the meteor shower or were burned and scorched, and uh, it, it probably, um, as they say, I've read to eighty eighty to ninety percent of the population of the planet uh, was killed by by that uh, meteor shower mm. and, and uh, flood thereafter. Wow. So so they so, had to start civilization all over again. Wow. After the flood. We'll be right back. I'm speaking as a black man from America, which is a racist society. Depopulation is what I'm facing, I see it daily. Propaganda that started before Alex Haley. I mean, we were slaves too, but we was more than that. To this day, they can't explain some findings of our artifacts. Inventions are mentioned, and it's all the war. Burn down the history and take away the culture from them. And I can show you where we went wrong at. If you could point out Africa, America on the map. It doesn't exist, so we not considered people. Which means the Constitution wasn't meant for us as equals. Black evil. Why everything that black is bad? Speak about it too deep. They might blackball my ass. Black cat gave me bad luck for several days. Freed the slaves, put us right up in the metal cage. Niggas from Niger, niggas was black kings. Ethiopian castle sporting a gold ring. Words are just words, so who gave it its meaning? I judge you by your heart and what you truly believe in. I'm Let's feeling go. nothing's going, I'm feeling like nothing's going, I'm saying. Just another black man in America, I'm feeling. Nothing's going, I'm feeling like nothing's new, I'm insane. Just another black man in America, I'm saying. Just another black man in America, I'm feeling. Like another black man in America, I'm saying. Just another black man in America, I'm feeling. Like another black man in America. And a system built to divide and impoverish and destroy us cannot stand if we do. Alright? It's kind of basic mathematics. The more we learn about who we are and how we got here, the more we will mobilize. Now, this is also in particular for the black women, in particular, who have spent their lifetimes dedicated to nurturing everyone before themselves. We can and will do better for you. Now. So how has writing this book changed you in some way? How did it change me? Yeah. Um, it made me a more diligent researcher, and uh, it, it, um, I'd, I'd love to do the, the, not just the research, but the shows like I'm doing now and the teaching people, that, you know, especially black folks, you know. Mm-hmm. 
um, black folks, especially the brothers and sisters in the inner cities who have who have no hope. Yeah. Some of them, you know, have no hope, and they, they because of that they can't get jobs and different things. They turn to crime and whatnot. Mm-hmm. If you learn that that your your ancestors were the were the people who made the first civilizations and whatnot, you get a you get a good feeling about uh, self esteem. Yeah. You, you can become you have more race esteem, okay? Mm-hmm. Because you see your your race. Your race, a so-called race, mm-hmm. you know, were great, incredible people, right. all right, who were brilliant and made their first civilizations. So if you become uh, uh, happy about your race esteem, that that also blends into your self-esteem. That's right. And when it blends into your self-esteem, you say, wow, if I was brilliant, if our people were brilliant before, then I have that in me. Right. So I can go out and I can create great things instead of having to do the uh, – the, the illegal thing. Mm-hmm. So when our people find out who we were, it will be a new day for our folks. I, That's I, what I love. Yeah. That's what I love and what I got out about this readings and, and all this stuff, man. Right. I totally agree. So from, from all of the, of the, of the groundbreaking research, what, was there anything that surprised you in your findings? All the time. What surprised all you the, the most? Time. Or, uh, about that, um, the storm that, uh, that, that, almost destroyed the world uh, and it was it wasn't a noah's flood it was it was a real flood mm-hmm. they call it noah's flood but uh it was a real flood and what the flood actually did and and that what what that mantis did not sink it was flooded mm-hmm. yeah. you know and that uh and also the um the small um diminutive or the, the pygmies if you will if you will yeah uh, are, the, are the people who were around first before taller uh people on the planet you know yeah. for 50 maybe a hundred thousand years before they started growing taller. Right. I think that that were, right there is amazing. Just n- learning about the Anu and the Twa and the Skirlings and yeah. how they're passed down through legends as uh, yeah. blacksmiths and dwarfs and and you might read yeah. other information where old old stories talking about there were giants on the earth, but then you're like, wait a minute, maybe it's the Twa looking at average size people. <laughs> you know, yeah, what I'm looking saying? at the Watusi. Right. See, see, yeah. So the, the, the black black folks have been around so long. See, white folks haven't been around that long, you know, according to Cosmelli Sports, the scientists, you know, mm-hmm. 5,000 years, okay? Mm-hmm. We've been here for a million or so years. Yeah. And and they, they, haven't not, they haven't been around so long, so they haven't di- differentiated and changed as much. Mm-hmm. They, all, they have white skin or tan skin, mm-hmm. and they have blonde hair to black hair and dark eyes to blue eyes. That's the that's what they did. But guess what we did? We not only come in every color in the world, from the darkest, blackest um, African to the lightest uh, uh, people, which they call what? What do they call people who who have who are um, it's the A word? Uh, people who are very very light and have blue albino? hair, pink eyes, albino, albino. Mm-hmm. So in in you know you can have a, a man who has all the African features, you know the wide nose, the the, the um, the succulent, uh, the large lips, the uh, the large behind, the um, the curly um, 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 uh, peppercorn hair, mm-hmm. but but he'll still have a light skin, you know, white skin because they're albinos. Mm-hmm. We have we have we have differentiated in so many different places, and also the smallest people in the world are are, are, are black uh, pygmies, and the largest people in the world are are um, are, are Watusi. So mm-hmm. we've been here so long, we've differentiated so much. And this is a study they did. Mm-hmm. They said two black people can be differently, is di- more different chromosome and, and DNA-wise, the 
than a black person and a white person. Wow. Isn't that phenomenal? Yeah, that's phenomenal. The final question I, I want to ask you is, what do you really want the reader mainly to take away from this book? The, the exact same thing I said. I want them to be in awe of themselves, mm-hmm. to see what their, what their ancient relatives did on this planet and what they left on this planet for us and what we have to revive mm-hmm. and, and relive and teach our children. Mm-hmm. That you, oh, but we already showed them that you just one day you can go up and be president. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. We already have that. Yeah. But you also can go up and be great scientists. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, what's the brother's name that's on TV? Uh, but he he has a, he has a show. He's an astronomer or something. Oh 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 oh! Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Absolutely. Yeah yeah. Tyson is one of the most brilliant. He's a genius. Absolutely. Man. Yeah. He, he when he's talking. And he says something that's brilliant. He he laughs and giggles <laughs> yeah. because it, it, he, he, he's so happy yeah. that, that that he's able to to number one talk about things as brilliant as he does, mm-hmm. but give them to the public so we can see it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then you have the uh, the sisters. The sisters also were brilliant. Look at hidden hidden figures. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm a a a type male, okay? Because uh-huh. I. I you know, I, I grew up, you know, fighting in, ba- in Baltimore when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And uh, I played, the way I got through college was a football scholarship, first mm-hmm. in Nebraska and in Maryland, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I'm so-called, I was a so-called badass, okay? But let me tell you something, buddy. In that movie, I had tears of my eyes two different times. Mm. Well, two different times because I was so proud yeah. of those scriptures and what they did. And let me tell you something. There's hidden figures and other different things that we just haven't seen. Absolutely. Sisters came out and did. Absolutely. So go ahead, sisters. Y'all have <laughs> y'all have a y'all have something to brag about too. Yes, absolutely. Not just men. Exactly. Uh, n- not at all. Exactly. Well, Doctor David M. Hotep, I just want to say thank you so much for being on Book Speaks and Beyond. We truly appreciate you. If you want to purchase the book or any of the music. I've included links in the show notes. Or you could just go to booksbeatsandbeyond.com. And, you know, what's cool is by clicking on the links, you support the guests, the music artists, and uh, we get a small commission, which is no extra cost to you, which we would then put toward the operations of this show. Um, And also, please click on the iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. And if you do this stuff already just want to say thank you so much for your support remember let's read listen explore <laughs>